Hey, what is up, y'all? My name is Chris Creed. Let's have some fun. (laughs) Hey, listen, this podcast is going to change everything for you. This show is for online entrepreneurs who want to grow and scale their income and impact. It's where I give you strategies and tactics from the best marketers and business owners in the world to help you stay visible and relevant and impactful. Because you are a change maker. You help people with your courses, your trainings, your books, your live events, and you continue to show up and do the work. So whether you're just getting started or you've been in the game for years, I made this podcast to help you on your journey. Welcome to the StoryWell Marketing Podcast. All right, let's do this. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the StoryWell Marketing Podcast. My name is Chris Creed, and I am super stoked to be here with you today. Ah, man. Um, So I'm I'm really excited to get back into, you know, kind of releasing an interview a week or so. Um, and, and when I say interview, you know, I mean, like I'm going inter- to introduce the, uh, the, the speaker or the, the interviewee, right. And they're going to do their thing. And then I'm going to come on and kind of recap what, what were the big takeaways from that interview and what I, what I feel like you, you, you know, you should have, you should have taken away. You should have heard, um, from, from what they said and kind of talk about that. And then I will come out on stage. I don't know if you've heard me talk about how I am treating this podcast kind of like a live event where I uh, am the one kind of hosting the event and I bring on people to the stage and they do their thing. And then I come out and I do my thing and, and we kind of get back and forth and it's kind of set up like a live event, which is pretty cool. But the reason I honestly wanted to do that is a, I, I I love to give you guys actionable stuff. So if I, if I'm listening to an interview and I think, Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. I want to kind of give you my takeaways from that. So that's part of it. And the other thing is honestly, I love teaching and I love like sharing my journey and, and, and documenting my journey. And this podcast is always going to be a part of that. So I, you know, that third episode where it's just me straight coaching, a lot of times It'll be like, you know, something that I've discovered in the week or, or something that that the interview, like talking with this guest um, triggered in me. And I like I wanted to develop to, to just give you some some guidance on that, you know, as as someone who is is in this game with you. OK, so, you know, I, I you know, and so each of these episodes, they'll be released in sets of threes. And so that's that's why that's happening. But today. We, I'm, I'm so stoked about this interview, y'all. But he, you need to know something <laughs> before we listen to this. And Tyler, I hope you, I hope you hear this, brother, uh, because I'm so sorry. <laughs> and this goes back to sharing my journey, right, and, and documenting it. Okay, my, so I call Tyler up, and and uh, and he uh, he sits down, and we're getting ready to go, you know, and like he's clearly taking time out of his schedule, his, his busy schedule, to to chat with me and do this interview. And uh, you know, he, he's he's at the beach, spending time with his family. Like that that was precious time i'm positive um and so anyway i just wanted to pre-frame that for you so we're sitting there we're talking and we go through the interview and we talk for probably 35 40 minutes and there was so good there was so much gold in there and uh we we took some circles and some some side pass and it was awesome we get to the end i said oh man that was awesome thank you so much and tyler looks at me and he says hey man um i was just curious like where did you record that and i was like hmm okay yep yeah, I didn't record that at all. I didn't do that. He's like, oh my gosh, I was going to say something, but I just, you know, some people record on a different thing, but you know, and I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't record that. Uh, 
geez, man, I am so, so like, and I was just like wrecked. I was like floored by it. And he was super cool. He was like, man, don't, don't worry about it. Like, let, let me get a drink of water and we'll just go again. Um, and he, you know, he's a total pro. So it was, it was solid. You know, I have, he, he, he hosts a big podcast show. I'm, I'm, and you know, and later I shared that story with people and I was surprised to hear like, not like, oh man, I can't believe you did that. You know, that's, that's kind of our fear, right? When we step out and like mess up and we don't want to be open about it. And that's why I'm telling you this today, because what happened when I did that and when I started telling people about it was I got all these stories back of like, man, I've done that, been there, been there. I've done that. I've, I've done exactly that. And you just realize you're not alone. Right. And like, I think sometimes we can get so isolated, um, in this journey. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in the, in the podcast at, at the end of this, the coaching podcast in this stack. Um, but I was just so grateful that, that, uh, that I shared it. And so many people were like, you know, positive to me and like, and, and letting me know, like, it's totally cool. It happens all the time. I mean, I, I, I'm still very apologetic to Tyler and, and I, I'm, I'm really bummed that that happened, but at the same time, incredibly grateful, um, for his generosity of time to just sit down with me and do this interview entirely again, right after we had just recorded an interview. Well, actually we didn't record it, but you know what I mean? So, um, Tyler, thank you so much. This episode is amazing. Um, you guys are, are going to really enjoy this. We get into um, setting up your life, like lifestyle design and like being intentional about how and being intentional and being honest with where you are and where you want to go so that you can actually go there instead of just like living up in dreamland. Um, and we, we get really into that. We also talk about physical products and like Tyler's launched over 200 e-commerce sites. So we talk about how to make that experience really awesome for, for people if you're selling physical products. And then we flipped it on its head and like, how can we use those same tactics in um, the digital product world um, and coaching and things like that. And it was, it was so good, man. And, I, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear this. So without further ado, here's my interview with Tyler Jorgensen. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thank you so much for being here. I'm really stoked to be talking to Tyler Georgeson. Tyler is the CEO of ForSale, which is a digital marketing agency for physical brands. He's built over 200 e-commerce sites, and he's the host of Biz Ninja Entrepreneur Radio on ABC News, which is a fantastic show that you should listen to after you listen to this interview with him, of course. Tyler, thank you so much for being here, man. I'm so excited to chat with you today. I'm excited, too. I'm still excited. Let's... Uh... It's great, man. I I'm I always love talking entrepreneurship. I always love talking about business. So happy to be on the show. Awesome. Well, do you want to just real quick um, over the next three or five minutes or so, just kind of give us a backstory? Like, how did you become the Tyler Georgensen that we know and love today? Yeah, no problem. Uh, you know, I think some people end up as entrepreneurs, and some people just were born that way. I started really my entrepreneurial journey at five years old. Um, and by the time I was 18, I, I started my first legitimate business, like actual legal business. Um, and since then I've owned everything from sporting good companies to, uh, restaurants, to gyms and fitness studios, uh, real estate and finance companies. And about 10 years ago, started really focusing on physical products and e-commerce. Uh, and that's been my focus for the last decade, just really becoming, uh, focused on physical products. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Focus is good. I like that. Um, so we we actually met at FHL this year, uh, this past this year, twenty twenty. It feels like it's forever ago, but it's only been a few months. It does coronavirus times. Um, 
So, and, and I remember that lunch specifically with the digital insider peeps and you were sitting next to me and asking me what I was doing. And I started telling you and a friend of mine was like, no, stop it. You have to pitch him. And I was like, oh, whatever. Okay. So you get excited and pull your phone out and start recording like to, to build up more, more pressure for me. I don't know. Presenting this brand new idea to someone I just met. And anyway, I'm talking to you and you stop recording. And you're like, Hey man, that was awesome. Um, but I, I feel like you kind of justified what you were what you were presenting and you can really just be confident in that you know it and you can own it and make it your own. And, um, and that was really like memorable for me. And now that I know like what you do with, with e-commerce brands and stuff, I feel like it's kind of a lot, it's kind of pretty similar. Like I feel like that's just your jam is to help people make stuff their own. Like even if it's, you know, something that's been around the block for a while, like how, you know, is that product ideation? I know that's a big, uh, you know, talking point for you and you like talking about that. Is that, is that what that is or what does that process look like for you? Yeah, I think uh, with physical products, it, it becomes, you know, there's going to be the guys who invent brand new things. They've never, it's never been on the market before. So that's always going to be their own thing. But if you're selling something that there's already a bunch of versions of, and there's other competitors to, then you've got to find a way to be unique and be, make it your own in the marketplace. Um, it's amazing how many times people think that they can just be the premium product because they put gold on their label, right? Or they make their color, their certain colors a certain way. Um, the market's a little bit smarter than that most of the time now. And so, you know, we look for ways, how can you say, how can you make your product better than the competition? Whether it, it is going to be priced, if so, be ready to be very aggressive. If it's not going to be priced, then how can you add value through digital downloads or uh, other things that you send in and include and really create value stacks in physical products? Yeah. I'm, I'm, so you're talking about offer creation pretty much is like how, how differentiating yourself by it being, you know, actually different and adding more value versus competing solely on price. Like, is that, is that something? And I, I, I've noticed that people ship out like, you know, packages, like, a, like one funnel away comes to mind. Like they ship out that giant box. Yeah. Um, and that, that to me is like, man, I'm looking forward to receiving that. That sounds cool. Is that, is that kind of the same idea, but in reverse, like very similar. Yeah. Very similar in, in digital products. I'm a huge fan of if someone, if you buy a course or something like that, I'm a huge fan of then sending that person something and it can be, you know, a welcome kit. It can like what one funnel away does is awesome. It can be a t-shirt. It can be a sticker. It can be something super simple. And, um, you know, we had a, a subscription program for a while in the identity theft protection space. And when people would sign up, we would mail them a welcome kit that really was all the same stuff we'd given them when they signed up. But it was also a reminder: Hey, here's how you access your web, how you access the website, because people's emails get lost and crowded, and and they don't, you know, they forget what they even signed up for. Especially like one funnel is a great example. People sign up; they're really excited in the moment. It doesn't start for a little while, so there's a real possibility that their excitement completely drops off before it actually starts. So to then give them something physical that comes three to 10 days later, where it kind of like reignites that excitement is really smart. So in physical products, we do really the inverse of that. So they're going to get something shipped to them already. How can we give them a digital download? How can we give them something that's a win right away while they wait for the thing to arrive? Uh, so, you know, especially right now where shipping times are a little bit slower. If someone has something that they can consume and ingest, especially knowledge-based, if it, um, then it gives them a win in the short term while they wait for the product. Yeah, and gives you more face time with them too. Like, and I, I would imagine that would help with 
you know, repurchases and stuff like that, like people coming back to you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the difference of uh, someone who starts a, a brand or a product and is just selling, really focusing on that one sale versus a brand who's starting to think long-term. How do I start to grow, build a relationship with the client, build a community around whatever my niche is? Yeah. I love that, man. And I, I, it's very, it's similar to, I mean, anything like if you're, you have a digital product or a course or whatever, like they may not be ready to come into that. So you need to, maybe you can sell them something smaller and like get more FaceTime with them and, and, you know, emails and all that stuff. And like, then, then they'll become, you know, they're, they're in your world at that point. So for, for physical products, that's a really cool way to get them into your world and show them what you believe and like all this content that it just enforces your brand value. So I want to shift gears just a, a little bit here. Um, and, and, and talk about, um, you know, things are really crazy right now. Like I, I know that you're, you're at the beach with your family, social distancing, and we're, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're hanging out in the house and I'm, we're all missing normal life, which has kind of given me myself a unique opportunity to like figure out what I want that to look like. So I, I know that, um, I know you're really intentional and like just hearing, hearing your journey, it's, it, it's, it's, you know, has, has bits of like, clearly you've made and, in, in, you know, very intentional decisions to get where you are. So like, what does that, what does that look like for you? Like, how do you, how do you design a life with intention? Um, so growing up, I felt like I had everything planned out, right? So, you know, you, go to high school and then, Hey, what are you going to do after high school? Someone's already told you the right thing to do. You're going to go to college and then, right. And you live this whole lockstep plan. Most people until they're about 22 have their plan, their life mapped out for them. And then all of a sudden they start careers and they start relationships and they start families and things just start to kind of blend together. And so, uh, years ago I read the book four hour work week by Tim Ferriss and he talked about lifestyle design. And um, I actually built a resource called the Dreamline Calculator. And it's the, this idea of taking your dreams and putting them on a timeline. Um, and I, you can get it at bizninja.com slash dreamline. Awesome. But uh, the idea <laughs> is like, man, what if, it, like, if you take all these dreams that you have and you put them on a timeline and then break it down based on what do you want to do? What do you want to be? What do you want to have? Right. And then you put dollar amounts to them and a timeline to them. It's amazing how for many people, it's your, the life of your dream is not that far away, right? It's uh, for a lot of people, if they're starting a, a website on the side or they're starting a, or they want to grow their business, a lot of times it's incremental growth can completely change their life, right? Um, for I'm, I've been amazed at how many times I've seen people's dream lines and they're talking about a hundred to $200 a day would change their life. I mean, like they could do anything they wanted. Every dream they've ever had is attainable. And I'm like, that's like a basic entry-level beginner's website. Like, yeah, that's very possible. And so for me, it just comes down to knowing what you want in the short term and setting plans like bigger goals down the road. And so what, um, what typically would be at the core of that? Like, how do you, um, so would you start with like, life or, or, or you do both at the same time, like life and business? Like what, how does that work? Yeah. So for, for entrepreneurs, I think they're all the same, right? <laughs> um, if you are just getting started in business, then you might need to set one that's just for your business, right? Like if you're living on your paycheck or something like that, and you're like, Hey, I, I really want to live a different life and I want to grow, then that might be just, just that dreamline might be all business based. Um, but personally, 
I blend it all together because for me, it's life and business are all the same. I don't separate the two. You know, I, I work, I I really believe in a lot more in work-life blending where, you know, trying to just make it part of the family life as opposed to balance because that doesn't make any sense for me. And so, um, for me, I just blend it all together and, and I say, okay. And then, but I think as your business grows, it might break again. You might have to then eventually split it out because you have bigger teams and bigger, more employees and you have to set, you have, they don't really care that you want a yacht, right? <laughs> right. You might need to say, guys, let's go through and do our business goals and, and yeah. keep those separate from your personal ones. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, man. So at a certain point it needs to, it needs to break off. But I agree. Like, I mean, I can't imagine, um, you know, my, my family not being a part of, of my business growth. Cause like that is, you know, it's, it's always been that way. So for you have, having kids and like, how many kids you say you have Four. Yeah, just four. Okay. So how's that, how's that been for you? Like, well, how have you, how have you managed to make that a part of like the family culture? So it, it's gone through multiple stages. I remember early on when my oldest was young, the, like with the, when she could first start walking into the office on my own and she's, she just walked by now and now she's 15. But when she could first start walking, coming to my office, I was in, I was like, oh man, I need to go get an office so I don't get interrupted. And so there was a little while where I had an office away from the house. And, and then I realized um, just in the, really just in the past few years that I don't, candidly, I don't want like clients that are, that, that bothers, right? Yeah. Like I, the type of people I want to work with, the kind of people that are okay with me being a dad and being, Hey, you're going to call me. I might be at a soccer game. Right. Um, you know, if it, if it's not a scheduled meeting, you might catch me wherever I am. And that just has to be okay. Because there was a while where I was worried about even like posting certain things on social media. Cause I'm, I didn't want a client to see, Oh, we're at Disneyland right yeah. now, you know? Yeah. And now I just, I, I think for me, it came down to no longer not being so worried about any one client and also just knowing like the kind of people I want to be around and, and I want to work with are going to be okay with me having this work-life blend. Yeah. Um, but then it, it, it also comes down to like, I talk business with the kids and I talk about our clients and we share. Um, and then my daughter wanted to start an apparel brand. So we just launched a website for her and we literally sat, sat down and built it in, in like an hour, hour and a half. And she's uh, last I checked, she'd already sold her first. I think she's over her first 10 shirts so far. That's amazing, man. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it just kind of became, yeah, I love the idea and I, I felt that the weight of, of, you know, especially doing client work and like being out doing stuff that is not for them. Like it, 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 it really, I don't know, that's an interesting dynamic. And I, I love the, that idea of like, I, you know what, I don't, I don't want to work with people who don't understand that I'm a, I'm a real human with other things going on in my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. and you have to, if, if you're not getting the job done, then there might be an issue, but if you're oh, doing, sure. your, if you're doing, yeah. Yeah, if, yeah, but if you're providing quality work and working in scope, you know, you got to be unapologetic about whatever it is you want in life. Yeah. A hundred percent, man. I, I totally agree. Thank thank you for sharing that by the way. Um, so I have, um, I have three big questions that I'm asking everybody and I just, um, yeah, I'll just go into them if that's cool with you. All right. The first one is what are you most excited about right now? So I've thought about this a little bit. Um, (laughs) and it's, uh, I've, I've been, so I have, I've built over 200 e-commerce stores. I've been doing e-commerce for over a decade. Uh, and I've been in, in business for, uh, and selling things off, you know, for 20 years. 
Um, and I've oftentimes had people ask me, Hey, how can I get started? What can I do? And in the past I've sent them to other people's things. Uh, but we are just finishing our beta launch of, um, the e-commerce flight school, which is my training grounds for people who want to get started in e-commerce. Uh, and so it's been in kind of beta launch for a little while. We just sold our first couple of, 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 of courses. Uh, but I'm really excited about that because I I'm excited to start helping people, you know, and not waiting any longer for it to be perfect. Uh, and what's funny, Chris, is we were talking about like, how can you make digital better? Like whenever someone signs up, we send them a pair of aviators. Right? Nice. Because, you know, <laughs> Love that. It's, uh, Cause it's the flight school. So they got to get the Maverick aviators and yes, uh, you know, so. That's amazing, man. So is that just ecommerceflightschool.com or? Yep. Sweet. Well, thanks for, thanks for sharing that. That is so cool. I love that. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's, we, we've talked about this before, but I think people need to understand all, all those dynamics and getting, getting things out there and like making it happen. I, I've never sold a physical product, so I don't know like all the ins and outs of it. And you clearly do since you've done a lot of it. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's going to be extremely helpful to people, man. So um, what was holding you back from starting your journey as an entrepreneur or have there been any like big roadblocks or anything like that or things you've had to overcome? Yeah, I think for me, starting is never the issue. Um, it's always more about, you know, down the road, how do you keep momentum? So there's probably two major roadblocks. One, one is like, I am by nature, I'm not risk averse, right? I'm very willing to take risks, to try new things, to do things like that. Uh, but I have the bigger my team gets and the bigger my family gets, they all appreciate stability. And so it's finding that balance between the two. Uh, and then I think the other thing is some, we are all victims of our own limiting beliefs and our own paradigms. And, uh, you know, I've, I remember, I remember distinctly a few times those paradigms and those ceilings have been shattered for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, and like just recently, you know, I was like, okay, I want my agency and my team and our revenue to be a certain point. And then I heard of another guy in the space who was like, had that much in recurring revenue get canceled one month. And I'm like, Oh man, I think I'm, I think I'm a little low on my threshold. So I think the biggest challenge for me is honestly leaning into growth and leaning into scale. It's easy to get to certain levels, but we all have our natural limitations where we feel comfortable. And so really trying to make sure, uh, I'm not allowing my limiting beliefs to slow down the, the overall progress. That's amazing. Perfect. What a fantastic way to end this, man. That was awesome. I thank you so much for, for sharing everything today. Where can people go to, if they want to connect with you and just get some more, what you got going, man? <laughs> yeah. So on Instagram, uh, my business profile is biz ninja, or you can go to tylerjorgensen.com and learn more about me. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks so much, Tyler. And I'll talk to you soon, brother. You got it. Awesome. Man, Tyler, thank you again so much. Yeah, I mean, you know, like when you're interviewing somebody who is a really, really good interviewer, you know that feeling? <laughs> and um, and then you forget to record the interview? Yeah, that's... Uh that's that's a fun that's a fun game that we played. But man, that was awesome. I, I'm so glad that he that he got on and and talked told us talked to us about about that stuff because you know it is it's it's important to um, to remember that like hey wait a second like you know and I'm I'm gonna talk about it more in the next episode. But this idea of uh, you know we need all of this money and all of these things in order to have a happy life like 
the idea that that he talked about in the the dream line is like no that's that's probably not true like it seems like you know you may just need a little bit um and that's going to fuel your entire dream um so really being honest about where you are and where you want to go helps you to realize those things um and i just thought that was super cool so guys if you haven't downloaded the secret interviews yet if you don't even know what I'm talking about, you can go to soldoutsecrets.com forward slash podcast to check it out. But basically, I asked each of these guests, including Tyler, what is one piece of advice you would give people to go from surviving to thriving, to take their business from surviving to thriving? And the answers blew my mind, and Tyler's was amazing too. So if you want to hear that secret interview, go to soldoutsecrets.com forward slash podcast, and you can get it there. But here we go, guys. Rolling right into the after episode of this uh, interview where I give you my big takeaways from what we talked about with Tyler. And yeah, let's get into it. All right. Talk to you soon. <laughs> 